Praise the Lord. Welcome back to another episode of Bible Time. The series is the wise and the foolish, a walk through Proverbs. My name is Damon Smith, and I'm excited to share the word of God with you today. It's been a minute. I know. I know. I'm sorry. It's been a long time. I shouldn't have left you without some awesome word to walk to. That's right. That's right. (laughs) But we're back. We're back. And, um, you know, thank you to everyone who's listened to any podcast that I've done in the past. And I'm just going to continue to to put out content for you. And, uh, you know, I love broadcasting. So sorry it's been so long that, uh, but I'm back. I'm back. And so we're not going to give uh, any explanations. Just good to be back. And we're going to jump into Proverbs 5. We stopped at, at the end of Proverbs 4. And we, if you want to, to get an update on what we've been talking about, hey, you got to listen to all those podcasts that came before that. Um, but we're going to continue to move forward and uh, start in Proverbs chapter 5. And we're talking about adultery. Uh, Solomon's trying to warn his son, hey, you got to stay away from immoral women because they'll mess you up. Now, um, oddly enough, this was the thing that brought Solomon down was the women. It wasn't anything else. He was cool to everything else, but it's the women that that brought him down, that that caused him uh, to to lose really the, um, I mean, the kingdom was still in his hands, but he really lost it um, when he went astray uh, with the women and and, um, you know, God had to deal with him and punish him on that. Um, he, he's I, I believe that he recovered, um, but um, he 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 could have had a better, um, I guess, a better, uh, I guess. How I want to say this, he things could have went better for him later in his life. Uh, if he wouldn't have gone down the path that he went down. There we go. That's what I wanted to say. <laughs> okay. So are you ready? Grab your Bibles. We're in Proverbs chapter 5, verse 1. We're going to go through. And um, I know I was kind of going at a at a, a faster pace, um, but I, it might be a little slower uh, going forward just to make sure that we can really um, delve in and, and be in-depth with trying to get an understanding of what the scripture is saying. And so uh, there might be a little bit more definitions. We might hang out in certain verses longer, um, but it's good. Cause I mean, that's what, that's what Bible study is about. That's what getting uh, understanding the word of God is about. We want to, we want to really eat and get as much off the bone as we can. And so uh, much props to Bishop Merritt uh, for, for letting me know that um, so that you know, I can be mindful and, and, and really delve in and, and try to really get the essence of the word. All right. And so without any further ado, let's go ahead and pray. Father, in Jesus name, Lord, we love you and we thank you and we give you the glory. We give you the honor. We give you the praise. Lord, thank you for another opportunity, Lord, to to talk about your word because your word is life. Your, your Lord, your word is light. Um, and we're thankful that Jesus is the word and that the word became flesh and 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 was for our benefit. And so, Lord, we love you. We thank you. Allow uh, whatever said tonight to be a blessing to somebody who needs it. Um, and just have your way. It's in Jesus name we pray. Amen. OK. And so, as always, I like to read different versions so that way you that way we can get a different 
um, I guess we can get perspective on the word from various uh, angles because, you know, the King James Version is, the, is, is uh, how we all kind of learn the word of God. But there are other translations that really help us understand the word uh, even deeper. So that's what we're going to do here. So we're going to be starting from King James Version and then we're going to actually go to the uh, to the Amplified Version. And then I'm going to read the New Living Translation version. I, I'm starting to really like that version, um, and it's it, it's powerful, but it's but it, it makes things plain. And so, without any further ado, here we go. Proverbs chapter five, verse one says, "My son, attend to my wisdom and bow thine ear to my understanding, that thou mayest regard discretion." And that thy lips may keep knowledge for the lips of a strange woman drop as in honeycomb and her mouth is smoother than oil. But her end is bitter and but her end is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps take hold on hell. Lest thou shouldest ponder the path of life. Her ways are movable that thou canst not know them. Hear me now, therefore, O ye children, and depart not from the words of my mouth. And so we're going to start it. We're going to stop at verse seven um, just to, you know, to kind of like I would have give us too much. Uh, but that way we can kind of slow walk this. Um, but the, the chapter is like there's 23 verses. And so we're going to we're going to attack the first seven. And then we'll go from there and see how, you know, see and, and forge a pathway here. And so in the um, Amplifier version, it says, my son, be attentive to my wisdom, godly wisdom learned by actual and costly experience and incline your ear to my understanding of what is becoming imprudent for you. That you may exercise proper discrimination and discretion and your lips may guard and keep knowledge in the wise answer to temptation. For the lips of a loose woman drip honey as a honeycomb as a honeycomb and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is bitter as wormwood, sharp as a two edged and devouring sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps take hold of Sheol. Hades, the place of the dead. She loses sight of and walks not in the path of life. Her ways wind about aimlessly and you cannot know them. Now, therefore, my sons, listen to me and depart not for the words of my mouth. Okay, and so that was the Amplifier version. And now we're going to jump to uh, the New Living Translation version. And uh, the, the heading says, avoid immoral women. The King James heading is uh, a warning against adultery. And so, my son, pay attention to my wisdom. Listen carefully to my wise counsel. Then you will show discernment and your lips will express what you've learned. For the lips of an immoral woman are as sweet as honey and her mouth is smoother than oil. But in the end, she is as bitter as poison, as dangerous as a double-edged sword. Her feet go down to death. Her steps lead straight to the grave, for she cares nothing about the path to life. 
she staggers down a crooked trail and doesn't realize it. So now, my sons, listen to me. Never stray from what I'm about to stay to to say. <laughs> and so, um, and so we got we go. We're gonna attack what he's about to say um, when we get to it. I guess uh, either this the next podcast or the podcast after that, but we really want to attack this. And so um, the, when we come back, we'll really dive in because we just do the scripture reading at the the first segment. And so we'll be right back after a word uh, from from these sponsors and uh, we'll delve right into Proverbs chapter five, verses one through seven. Hi everybody, Damon here, and I'm happy to announce the release of my eighth book, Simon vs. Peter, moving from instability to stability. When Simon met Jesus, his life and his name changed. By calling him to be Peter, Jesus set a war over identity in motion on the inside of him that would play out all in the four Gospels. Jesus has done the same with us. This book is for anyone who wants keys to overcoming the instability in their life and becoming the stable person God called us to be. If you'd like to pick up a copy of this book, uh, you can find it on Amazon and you can also find it on my website, which is smithbooks77.square.site. Pick up great literature today. So looking at the start of Proverbs 5.1, Solomon is really saying, hey, I, I need you to be attentive. My son, I, I really need you to listen um, to, to what I'm getting ready to say. And so the, this is important. Um, and, and it's important for young men to, to learn about this um, because it can, it, it's one of the things that can derail us. Um, early in our in our journey, and so when we look at the word attend, it's in the, in the Hebrew, uh, it's the I want to say it's the word koshab, and uh, that's the pronunciation that I'm, I'm seeing here. And so it's a it's a primitive root which means to prick up the ears, and so hearken like tend like bend your ear, um, incline like really listen to what I'm about to say. This is important. This is a key thing. Um, and so there are certain things that, that parents really want to make sure that a child has it solidified in their conscious uh, because it can save their life. And that, that's really what, what Solomon's after here is like, Hey, I'm trying to protect you. I'm trying to, to, to give you some knowledge that's going to protect your life, that's going to guard you, that's going to make sure that you don't go down the wrong path. Um, and when we talk about immorality uh, with uh, with with women, you know, the adultery. I mean, it, it's a, it's the same can be said for for daughters. Um, you know, learning about uh, immoral men. 
um, because it's it's the same thing, you know. Men, though anyone who is uh, immoral, whether it's a man or a woman, um, has the potential to lead another down the wrong path and get them involved in things that they shouldn't be getting involved in and and tie them up in snares and the enemy um is not really the person that's doing but it's the enemy uh inside that person influencing them to do what uh, to try and derail uh, someone and get them to to not follow god's path but follow uh, the path that's laid out for the enemy and so he's saying, attend, listen to what I'm trying to tell you. This is going to save your life. This is key. Um, and I like how he says, attend to my wisdom and bow thine ear to my understanding. And so what, what I like about the Amplified Version, Amplified Version really lays it out. And so. When he breaks down wisdom, it says godly wisdom learned by actual and costly experience. (laughs) So that's a great that's a great definition for what wisdom is, Um, actual and costly experience. So one of the best the 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 best teacher is experience is life experience and um, nothing is you can read about things in a book, you can get book knowledge, um, but it's nothing like actually having on-the-job training because the book can't always give you um, unexpected variables um, like experience can. And so it is one thing for the for the book to tell you, oh, this is the proper procedure on how to do this, but then when you actually start to to do to to uh to take care of a certain task there may be unexpected things that the book doesn't have you to do or you may not have to you may not have the uh depending on the situation you may not be able to follow the process you may have to 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 call an audible or modify how things are going and so um just because it's laid out in the book doesn't always mean uh that it's in real life situations is going to play out exactly uh, the same way every time. It's just, uh, you know, we got football season coming back into play. And when the quarterback gets out there, the coach can tell them, hey, this is the play we're going to run. Um, but if the defense sets up in a way um, that can threaten the, the success of the play, the quarterback has to call an audible um, so that they're to, to account for the change in, in, um, in, in the setup of the defense to, to make sure that the whatever they're going to run is still successful. Uh, so just, if you go by the book, life experience and the, didn't always, life didn't always go by the book. And so <laughs> if you go by the book all the time, life will hit you over the head and, and, and hit you with some things you didn't expect. And you're like, but I followed all the rules. But you have to be able to adapt to every situation. Everything isn't going to be the same. And so you have to be able to adjust. Um, and, and experience can come at a cost. That's what I like about it. It's going to cost you something to get wisdom. It's going to cost you something to get experience. You, you might get in trouble to get experience. You might have to go endure some pain um, to get experience. There's a, there's a pain cost 
There's a time cost. There's a financial cost uh, to gaining experience. And so you have to be willing to to pay what that to pay the cost to 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 do what it takes to get that experience is valuable, but it's going to cost you something. That's that's the beauty of wisdom. That's why um, it's important. And it, one of the things when we talk about with Proverbs is that wisdom is characterized as a woman is lady wisdom and the the solomon through through the lord is trying to stress the importance of 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 getting wisdom of having a relationship with wisdom of acquiring wisdom above anything else uh, any material possession uh, because william is wisdom is more valuable than any any money or any uh, tangible thing that you can access. Um, it's just, it's so precious, but it's, it's, it costs, it, it costs more, uh, than, than, than rubies. It, it is more valuable. It is more than, um, the material things, uh, but it's, it, it's important and it's key that you get it, but you can only get godly wisdom through what actual and costly experience. And so that that's the the beautiful thing about that. Now, when the the scripture says attend, but it also says bow. And so when we talk about so he's attending, he wants his son to attend to his wisdom, but he also wants him to bow his ear uh, to his understanding. And so when we talk about bow, uh, that's the Hebrew word not all. And so you're you're stretching or you're or you're spreading out, you're bending. It's like you, you, you again. It's it's extending your, your ear. You're 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 out, you're you're outstretching, and so you're still, you know, reaching towards. You're still directing um, your your ear uh, to that imper- important information. Turn um, to turn your ear to the to what your uh, to what Solomon is trying to say. And so now one one way that you can, I guess, look at this is in Exodus uh, chapter. I want to say three um, in Exodus chapter three, uh, Moses comes in contact with the uh, the burning bush. And in the um in the third verse of chapter three, he it says, and Moses said, I will now turn aside and see this great sight, why the uh, bush is not burned. Uh, and so that that was something that. That Moses wanted to check out, and so he 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 turned aside or he or he bowed instead of his ear, he bowed, he kind of bowed his eyes in that direction. He turned in that direction so that he can see. Of what was going on with this bush because it was again it was strange it's the it's it's burning like it, it's on fire but it's not consumed and so this is this is weird this is different this isn't uh normally how things happen when when they come in contact with fire because fire usually consumes what it's engulfed in uh, but this bush is not consumed yet it's on fire and so this is something this is something awesome to look at um, but the that's the key there. And so he one he's attending, he, he's asking his son to attend to his wisdom, to you know, to 
to to hearken, to to prick up his ears, to 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 turn his to to get his ears keen to what he's saying, but also to bow uh, those ears, uh, to incline them, to 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 turn them in the direction of that wisdom, to yield, yield um, to to the words that are coming out of my mouth, uh, because it's important. It's important. These are these are key things that I'm trying to say. I want you to apply what I'm going to say um, to your life. And I like he said to my understanding. And so um, understanding that's that's the Hebrew word uh, taboon. And so that's the to hear hear my reason, hear, hear my wisdom, um, hear my intelligence on this matter it is. It's important that we're getting understanding, um, that we're getting godly understanding. I don't want you. Solomon's trying to tell his son, I don't want you to just hear what I'm trying to say, but I want you to I want you to to tap into the understanding. I want you to get a good understanding of what I'm getting ready to tell you, because, again, it's very, very important that you hear uh, what I'm trying to tell you. I want you to comprehend this thing is I want you to know it. Uh, in the essence of your soul and your being, if you, it's one of those things where uh, where some pastors will say, if you don't hear anything else <laughs> that I'm trying to tell you, I want you to get that. I want you to get a, a clear understanding of what I'm getting ready to say. And so then when we look in uh, verse two, he says that thou mayest regard discretion and that thy lips may keep the knowledge. And so when we look at regard, that's important. Uh, that, that's a key word, too. And so the, um, the Hebrew word for regard is um, to, to guard, to protect, uh, to attend to, um, to, to observe. Um, to to save it, um, to to watch, to preserve, and so you, you, to keep these things. We want you to keep discretion. Um, we want you to to observe it and, and to to look towards it and, and pay attention to it. It, it. This is something to observe. This is something to obey. Uh, this is something to to look upon with respect. I, I need you to respect. Um, the, this uh, discretion and and what is discretion? Discretion is 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 prudence. It, it's it's making sure that um, you're cautious in in what you do. Um, there are some there are some people that don't have discretion with uh, how they go about their business affairs where it's just as sloppy as out in the open. Uh, people know stuff that net that they're not supposed to. Uh, <laughs> there are some things that, that are private, um, that don't need to, to be, uh, displayed or talked about in public. And as a society, we're really starting to lose sense of what discretion means because, uh, we're, we're so busy, in the aspect of, oh, I got to keep it real. Uh, you know, it's keeping it real doesn't mean acting without discretion. Um, there are things that, that we don't need to know that people share 
um, that they shouldn't, and it makes them look bad. And the funny thing is, on social media, people will 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 give personal will give their personal business out, and give their or give their personal opinion that really should stay personal, and then get mad when people are outraged or have something to say about it. Well, it's like, well, you made it known. <laughs> if you make it known, if you make it public, then you have to expect a public reaction to it. And so the the answer to that would be, if you don't want the public to react, then don't share it. Don't share it. Keep it to yourself. Uh, those are there are some things that don't need to be said. There are certain things that don't need to be that do not need to be performed uh, in public. Um, it's like, oh, I can do what I want. Uh, you, you you can make that choice to do that, but if it's public, people gonna have a reaction to it. You may not like the reaction, um, and and while some people say, oh, you just a hater or this or that. It's not about being a hater, but you, we wouldn't be in this situation. We, there wouldn't be a reaction if you didn't make it public. And so we, we have to understand that um, that it's important that we, we think before we speak and we think before we act. Um, that, that's really um, the, the essence of discretion. It, it's prudence. It's, it's it's really being in control of one's conduct. And so um, that that's what's really important about that. And so and Solomon, he wants his son to to regard discretion, to to respect discretion. That it, it's important. I like how Amplify says it, that you may exercise proper discrimination and discretion. And your lips may guard and keep knowledge and the wise to answer to temptation. And so it's you, that you may exercise, that you may put in practice the proper discrimination uh, and discretion. And so it's, it's our responsibility to to be discreet in our affairs and to to be re, to to be sensible and what we put out, we're responsible for what we say. We're responsible for what we do. And if we are out of pocket, um, it's is no one's fault but our own. If we're doing things that we're that we shouldn't be doing, if we're saying things that we shouldn't be saying, um, and it's it's important that that we teach our kids the importance of discretion as well. And so that that's exactly what Solomon is trying to do here. And. And he's saying this, you know, but because he also wants to to have his, his like to have knowledge, um, like so so that his child will speak knowledge as well. Um, the King James says that thy lips may keep knowledge, but then we look in the New Living Translation. It says, and your lips will express what you've learned. And so is it's important that that you show what you've what you've learned that 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 people know that um you that that God has given you uh good godly divine knowledge um because we not only are we students but we're teachers people learn from us uh whether we realize it or not uh, or you know we're we're a a a constant testimony 
Um, we're, we're a constant teacher. We're a constant example of Christ um, if we're believers. And so uh, we have to not only um, be hearers of the word, um, but it's important that we that we're we're teaching others as well what the Lord has taught us. And so it's he's saying, I want you to show discernment. I want you to show that you that you've been taught the right things. And I want you to what what you speak to be a representation of what you've learned as well. It's not just actions, but I want your words to be in line uh, with the knowledge that you have gained. And so now the verses one and two are, are setting his son up for what he's about to say. So he he here he got the setup in one and two. But now we're about to get to the nitty gritty uh, of the essence of this conversation in, in this chapter uh, that he's trying to get through to his son. Hey, everybody, Damon here. I've written many books. And one is a children's book called Watch Your Temper. We all get angry when things don't go our way, but how we handle it is what really matters. When Brandon and Trick get into a squabble, the dad teaches them an important lesson about what happens when anger goes unchecked. If you want to read this book to your kids, if you want to acquire this book, go to smithbooks77.square.site, pick it up, read it to your little ones. Teach them about how to handle anger the right way and not the wrong way. Okay. And so when we look at at verse three, he says, for the lips of a strange woman drop as a honeycomb and her mouth is as smooth is smoother than oil. And so he's now he's talking about a, a strange woman says. So strange in King James, uh, when you look at it um, in the other translations, it's, it's funny uh, how they break it down. And so the New Living Translation calls this this woman an immoral woman rather than strange and then in amplify they calls her a loose woman and so when we when we're understanding strange a strange woman is a is a immoral woman and she's a loose woman and and so when you talk about strange first of all again solomon <laughs> solomon says this not realizing I believe he wrote this at a time not realizing that he would fall privy to a strange to to strange women um and because you would think that that he would be able to to avoid this himself, what he's trying to teach his child. But um, this is the very snare that he fell into, which kind of makes sense as to why uh, when his son actually did come into power after he passed away, he went told he, he totally rejected the wisdom of his father and and um, ended up dividing the kingdom. Um, but when you look at First Kings chapter eleven, verse one, 
Here's what Solomon fell into. But King Solomon loved many strange women. <laughs> and so when you talk about strange, the Hebrew word for strange is nokri. And 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 uh it the definition of it in from a Hebrew standpoint is non-relative, adulterous, different, uh, wonderful, alien, foreigner, outlandish a uh, woman. So it's and so from a Hebrew culture standpoint, that's what they mean from a strange woman. She's she's not relative um to the to Israelite to, to Israel at all. She's she's they're different from Israelite because they're from uh, other cultures, other countries. Um but they're also they also go by a different code. Um they they're not sensible, they're outlandish. Um, they're, they're adulterous. And so they, there's no, there's no, um, there's no faith with them. And so they'll, they'll, they'll go with whoever. <laughs> and, um, and then I like in, again, in the amplified version, they speak of the woman as a loose woman. So she, she has no boundaries. Um, and so that when you think about the word loose, it's just there's there's no walls there's no there's no barriers uh she'll just go with anyone who who has her best like what what her desires are um or if you want to flip it to a man a, a loose man will will uh you know will go to to any woman that will give him pleasure uh, there won't there there will be no boundaries there'll be no no limits set i believe um there's there's a word um, that describes us called lascivious. <laughs> so uh, there's no boundaries. There's there's no limits. And and a a a person with no boundaries, with no with no uh, no restrictions, uh, no limits, is a dangerous person. Um, they can't be trusted. Um, and and you can't you can't put faith in them because they'll they'll violate it. Um, based on their passions, and even if they may want to uh, to do right, because they because they they go by their flesh, they 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 go by what their desires are. They won't be able to keep oaths. Uh, they'll they'll but they'll go with wherever the wind takes them. There because their desire is 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 to to satisfy their flesh. Um, and so that that's the difference between a carnal person and a uh, and a and a spiritual person, uh, you know, and one, one that um, that believes in the Lord that is governed by the Holy Spirit, um, because with, with God is in you, you're not going to to uh, to gratify the deeds of your flesh. You you have you have checks and balances. You may want to do it, but Holy Spirit will speak to you and say. Eh, you don't need to be doing that. <laughs> you don't need to be. You don't need to be thinking that. You, you don't touch that. Don't 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 go with that person. Uh, that that's not going to end well for you. Um, do go this way, not that way. They have nothing uh, that you need. Um, but if you are, if God is not in you, then you will go wherever your flesh would have you to go. And so that and that's why it's so important to be saved, because the unsaved person, again, is a slave 
to sin, as Romans talks about, um, that you you can't help but serve sin because there's no opposition um, that that will cause you to have it to see things a different way. But when you come into the knowledge of God, when you accept Christ as your Lord, Savior, and Master, the Holy Spirit becomes alive in you and and because he indwells in you, now there's a fight. Now there's a struggle. And even if you're trying to do the same things that you did, there's no there's no joy in it like it used to because there is a, a a war between the flesh and the spirit going on. And and now the now God is trying to to renew you and take those those fleshly desires away and bring them under subjection uh, to the Holy Spirit so that you will serve God, not sin. Because when you become a, a Christian, you are freed from the the bondage of sin uh, so that you no longer serve it, so that sin no longer has power over you um, to do the things that you used to do. Um, and so and, and the, the, the Lord will begin to work on you and, and to, to show you a better way to guide you uh, down the path of righteousness and away um, from from a, the lifestyle of sin that that you came out of. Um, and so it's it's important that we understand the 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 importance of being saved. Um, and it's the Lord that gets us right. We can't get ourselves right. That's why we need Christ um, in, in our lives. That's it. Christ is the one who cleans us up through the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit guides us into all truth, um, and and He helps us to to understand the Word of God. And and as we talk to the Lord, as we pray to Him, we we begin to get godly wisdom and understanding, so that we may live righteously. So that and the Lord will teach us how we are to live righteously um, because of our new life with Christ and, and our freedom from sin. And so in this instance, Solomon is really trying to get through to his sons, like stay away from those kind of women because they're very, very dangerous. I really wish he would have took his own advice, but. I mean, that it is what it is. And we see a downward spiral from Solomon starting in in uh, in first Kings chapter 11. Once so from that first verse. It, it it showed his downfall and it was those strange women that he was trying to to warn his son of. Now, in that definition, they have the word wonderful. And it shows in um, in the Webster's. I got like an old Webster's dictionary in my Bible app, and they use "wonderful" as "wonderful," causing surprise, exciting curiosity. And so, what drew I'm, I'm I'm guaranteeing what drew Solomon to these strange women was their exciting uh, the the exciting aura to them. They they were unlike the women that that um are in the that are israelites they're unlike the israelite women and so um what drew him to them is that they were unique they were different they had these different cultures and different styles and flair um that was that that excited his curiosity and 
oftentimes we get so caught up in, oh, wow, they're so different. Oh, wow, this is so vibrant. This is this is unlike anything I've ever experienced before or anything I've ever known before. This person is just totally interesting and cool. But and we get so caught up in that that we don't realize the, the snares um, that we get pulled into because of our, of our curiosity. As the old saying goes, curiosity killed the cat. <laughs> and, that, and that's true with us. So many men and women have been led astray based on curiosity, based on, oh, this seems interesting. Let me check this out. No. And, and by the time you recognize what's happening, you're already ensnared. You're, it's already too late. And so you, the Lord wants you to stay away. And, and you can apply this not to just uh, to human things, but stay away from strange things. Stay away from foreign things. Yeah, it might be wonderful. Yeah, it might be exciting. But it's not healthy for you. Um, stay, drugs, you can look at it as, hey, st- those are strange substances. Yes, they might have interesting reactions and maybe even pleasing reactions, but they're not healthy. They're going to they're gonna cause things to happen in your body um, that are negative and that will cause you to be to uh, to be addicted. That cause you to be sick um, and it could call, could even cause you to to uh, to to pass away. And so you or have debilitating diseases that you have to live with for the rest of your life. And so the Lord is warning us not just about strange women, but I mean, anything that's strange, anything that's foreign, um, that that shouldn't be uh, connected to you, uh, apply it there as well. Stay away from strange substances. Stay, stay away from strange environments. Stay, arranged from, stay away from strange people. And, and the Lord will show you the difference between um, what he wants you to have and those strange things. Um, the Aaron lost two of his sons because they offered up strange fire, um, fire that was that was um, unaccepted uh, by God, that that was foreign, um, that wasn't uh, the proper fire. And because they offered that up. Uh, in a from a, in a worship service setting, they were burnt up right then and there. Um, and he told Aaron, hey, "You can't cry. You can't rip your you can't rip your 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 garments or anything." Um, but again, strange things are um, are the opposite of of what God wants us to uh, be connected with. And so it's it's interesting that we see this word strange <laughs> in, in Proverbs chapter five, uh, verse three, as as Solomon uh, is is trying to break down uh, and describe the type of woman um, that he needs his son to stay away from. And so, and, and for him to say this, it means that his son is probably at an age where um, where. He will have um, relationships with different women. Um, And so he's trying to warn him, hey, this is the right one. This is the wrong one. And why? Why is it important for him to stay away? Um, Because he says he says it like this. He says they 
And I like how the Amplified Version says it. For the lips of a loose woman drip honey as a honeycomb. And her mouth is smoother than oil. Because they may, they may seem sweet. And every word, and you may love every word that comes out of their mouth. It, it, it's a honeycomb is, is, is one of the, the most sweetest things and it, and it's great dessert and, and it hurt. And she's, she's going to say such smooth things it's smoother than oil is, is going to feel great. And, and you're going to feel like just, Oh wow, this is wonderful. This is the best thing ever. But he's saying in chapter four, but in the end, she is as bitter as poison, um, as bitter as wormwood. Um, it's wormwood is bitter. It's a bitter substance. It's poisonous. It is harmful. It's 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 cursed. It can it can kill you. It can make you really sick. Um, and so you 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 have to avoid her lips. And so it's gonna seem sweet, but it's not gonna be for your good. Is going to kill you in the end. And so you have to stay away. Stay away from her. And not only that. But. Not only is she bitter as poison. That she doesn't mean you any good. She's going to poison you. She's going to pollute you. She's going to, to inflict pain on you. But she's also as dangerous as a double-edged sword. So not only is she a poisonous woman. But because she's poisonous. That makes her a very dangerous uh, individual uh, because you don't know where she's going to what what kind of danger you're going to get into getting involved uh, with this woman. And there are many of men who have been in great danger unbeknownst to them. Um, and bad things have happened to them because they allowed themselves to be connected to a woman who was not good, who was not good for them, who was not healthy, um, who was in who, who had ties to to uh, to dangerous to other dangerous individuals or she was dangerous herself and and was into setting traps uh, for men to ensnare them uh, to to cause them to be. To be taken out, um, and so some women have many, many women have lured men to to their death, um, to by by their their smooth talking, by 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 their their alluring behavior, and then next thing you know, once they're in the trap, hurt, injured, killed, um, and and that's what the key thing uh, that we see here in in verse four. It's she's dangerous. It's a dangerous woman. I like there's a song that Michael Jackson uh, has at the end of uh, his his dangerous album. Um, and it's called it's, it's the, uh, the 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 titled song for the for the album. And he's talking about a dangerous woman. And he, he goes dangerous. The girl is so dangerous. And then we when you look at Michael Jackson. <laughs> When you listen to Michael Jackson's song, he he had issues. He was singing about it, but he he was singing about being caught up with dangerous women. <laughs> it's like you you in bad. He he sings about Dirty Diana, like you know she's she's a dangerous woman, 
and he get, it's like, why, why do you keep getting involved with these with these women, Mike? What's going on? Uh, but they they talk a good game, but they're poison, uh, just like Bill Biff DeVoe uh, saying about uh, poison. Uh, so it's you you he he's trying to to smarten his son up to stay away because these women mean mean you uh no no uh they they don't mean you any good they mean you much harm um and you'll be in trouble um because you might think okay you know this this is great but you don't know what you're in for messing with them cuz and it may not be something where the woman kills you but um, because she has ties um, with someone else, uh, she may be uh, the wife of someone, uh, and so you you mess around with her, and you see, you know, the husband comes home, and then it's game over. Um, but if you would have avoided her in the first place, you wouldn't have been caught up in that situation. And so the, that's that's where we're gonna stop at, at uh, Proverbs chapter five, verses four, and we'll pick up. On the next podcast uh, with the uh, the next three verses here, so this was good. So I, I told you we we're going to get more in depth, more de- more definitions, more um, more deep dive into these things, and so this is important. And and I hope that what I said uh, really resonated uh, with you. Avoid immoral, strange, loose uh, human beings. And, and again, avoid strange substances, avoid strange environments. Um, there, there is a reason why there are certain things that we need to, to not touch and certain places where we don't need to go and certain people that we don't need to talk to because there is danger um, surrounding them. It may look good. We may not be able to always see the danger, um, but danger is there. And, and if we get too close we may get caught up. We may get get bit. We may get get in trouble. We might be in, in a, a very dangerous situation we may, where we may be poisoned and, and taken out if we get too close. So stay away. Stay away from strange things. Stay away from strange people. Um, God is good. Uh, we're going to go ahead and close out in prayer. Father, in Jesus' name, Lord, we love you. And we thank you. Uh, please continue to cover everyone uh, who who listens to this, and uh, Lord, allow it to to take root in their heart, in their mind, Lord, so that they may uh, be attentive and bow and, and incline their ear into Your wisdom, Lord. Have Your way. Until next time. Until we meet again. It's in Jesus' name we pray. Amen. All right. Go in peace. God bless you. Peace out. The Message Bible is published by the Lockman Foundation, and the New Living Translation is published by Tyndale House Publishers.